I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have graciously kept me this day. And I pray that you would forgive me all my sins where I have done wrong and graciously keep me this night. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me that the wicked foe may have no power over me. Amen. We stand out of respect for the words and deeds of our Lord Jesus Christ in the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter, the 21st verse. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to you, O Christ. We may sit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we begin a new year, we recall the principle made famous by Wayne Dyer and Steve Covey, begin with the end in mind. Our Lord Jesus did this. He came to be our Savior from the eternal consequences of our sin. Before he was conceived, he was given the name Jesus, which means Savior by the angel. His life's meaning and direction were summarized by that name. Now he had to become one of us to pay the debt of sin on our behalf. And the law, the old covenant, required blood sacrifice to atone for sin. This is because the wages or consequences of sin is death. Some people like to quibble with God and, and talk about how unjust this conception of God is and yet consider seeming trivial disobedience that leads to death. The first thing I learned as a two-year-old walking was not to go in the street. And my mother explained that if I disobeyed, I'd be squished by a car and die. I fear for many young families whose children don't learn obedience until an older age. They can sue the car driver, but that won't bring the child back. I recall reading some years ago about a middle school student. There was a fallen wire across the sidewalk and nobody could go home because no one was supposed to go by that wire. And that student who was old enough to think for himself and take risks and all the things that they teach in the modern curriculum, he decided to take it upon himself to walk out, ignore the advice of the elders, the commands of his teachers, and move that wire, be a hero so everyone could go home. He was electrocuted and died on the spot. Seeming trivial disobedience leads to death. Now in these two instances, the consequence is obvious and immediate. But we don't see 
how our other disobedience leads to death. The simple pleasures of smoking or overeating or lounging. Yes, these catch up with us. And after 50 years of ignoring all the advice that we've been given, our doctor informs us of the consequence. We can see the writing on the wall of our own lives. Well, Jesus was born to identify completely with us and to eliminate the eternal consequence of our sin. I said that the law requires blood to be shed. The letter to the Hebrews reminds us that no sin is forgiven unless blood is shed. So Jesus came to be our Savior by shedding his blood. And he began with the end in mind. On the eighth day, he was put under the law and circumcised, shedding his innocent infant blood, beginning the work of atonement for you and for me. Sometimes we get so focused on the cross and the moment of Jesus hanging there that we forget his entire life was one of atonement. He lived not just a few hours of pain, but an entire lifetime of service that we might be healed, rescued, and saved. And we can follow his example. The end of life, its horizon, humanly speaking, is, is our own death. Now some see this as the utter end. And they anticipate death and relive it each day. They are paralyzed by the fear of death. And of course, noble pagans look down at this. Caesar had said, at least quoted by Shakespeare, Cowards suffer a thousand deaths ere they die. The brave never taste of death but once. And so noble pagans put off their despair until it cannot be escaped. And then they are counseled to be satisfied with what life has given them and pass peacefully from the scene. Luther observed that pagans face death with courage and bravery because they don't know what it means. They don't realize that death is the consequence of sin, that it's not a process that ends as soon as you close your eyes, but rather it's a continuance. And the word in the Bible should not be translated eternal death so much as eternal dying. But to believers, death has become transformed. The death of believers is transformed by the death of Jesus Christ. Now, our life is the preparation for a better life. Now we can begin with the end in mind what things are important, what things are lasting, what needs to be done now as opposed to wait until later. What does the scripture say? Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. Yea, says the Spirit, and their works do follow. We have work to do in this life, and they will follow us. St. Paul, in the very passage which tells us how we are justified by faith and not by works, lest anyone should boast, 
says in the very next verse that we were made for good works, that we might walk in them. And so, our agenda is clear. To do the works that proceed from faith. The things that glorify God and lead others to praise Him. The things that meet human need. And you know, those two are so tightly bound together. When you are gracious to others, they thank God. When you glorify God, others look at you and wonder and are moved by the Spirit to consider imitating. Yes, begin the new year with this end in mind. Now is the acceptable time to serve the Lord in faith, zealous in good works, joyful in hope, abounding in the Spirit that will bless others and ourselves. We can look to Jesus for example and encouragement who began his career of salvation shedding his blood for us and assuming the burden of the law on our behalf. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. For in the mystery of the Word made flesh, you have given us a new revelation of your glory, that seeing you in the person of your Son, we may know and love those things which are not seen. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you.
Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And you did send him into the world to fulfill for us your holy will and to accomplish our salvation. Hear our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take it, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Remembering, therefore, his salutary precept, his life-giving passion and death, his glorious resurrection and ascension, and the promise of his coming again, we give thanks to you, O God Almighty, and we beseech you mercifully to accept our prayers and thanksgiving, and to bless us, your children, so that all we who partake of Christ's holy body and of his precious blood may be filled with your heavenly peace and joy, and also that we, in receiving the forgiveness of sins together with the gifts of life and salvation, may be sanctified in body and soul and spirit, and have our portion with all your saints in life. To you, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be all honor and glory in your holy church forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. O oh Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof, but say the word, and your servant will be healed. May this true body and blood strengthen and preserve you to life everlasting. Depart in peace.
I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have graciously kept me this day. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me. Amen.